0: I'm Sarah Rose, and this is the Mind Body Academy podcast. I'm here to teach you how to think yourself slim. It's not brain surgery, and I promise you can do it too. Listen in to find out how. What's good, everyone? So good to have you listening in to another episode of the Mind Body Academy podcast. You guys, (laughs) this episode is a special one because it marks one year of hosting this podcast. So needless to say, I am so, so proud. Proud of myself? (laughs) But also of you. It explodes my heart to know that you are making time to listen in. And it kind of explodes my brain to think that some of you have been listening to my ramblings every week for a year now. I remember back to when I ran my first marathon and people were so wowed by me being able to run 42 kilometers. And I was much more impressed with myself for all the sweat equity I put into being able to train to do that week after week after week. And so that's what this moment feels like for me as I cross the one year mile marker. It feels like a point of arrival and also a point of no return. This podcast is not going anywhere, my friends. (laughs) But we as a community are going places. I just have this feeling that whatever is starting for us from this point forward is just going to be truly incredible in terms of giving everyone who is listening such a deep, deep reservoir of content and also community, which is going to amplify what we are able to do individually, but also as a collective. And I know so many of you Are changemakers and goal getters, and that this is what you are all about. So, are you with me or are you with me? All right, today we are going to be talking about your weight and your worth and how those two things are actually separate. Where lots of you are getting yourselves into some trouble is that you are trying to weigh your worth, and that's not doing anything for you. Now, when I bring up the concept of self worth, Some of you will kind of wince like, oh no, is she going to tell me to love myself the way I am and give myself a hug? (laughs) And I want you to know that I understand where you're coming from, if that's you, because I've definitely heard self-love and self-worth taught in a a frosting-on-a-cupcake kind of way, (laughs) where loving yourself is more about trying to justify the way that you are to yourself than truly loving and appreciating who you are and what you can do. And when you identify as more type A, like me, that's the kind of stuff that will make you flinch and turn away from it, because if you're highly driven by growth and improvement, then that just seems like the opposite of it. It just doesn't feel good also, and it certainly doesn't feel productive, right? So when self-love is equated with not changing, that brings up a lot of resistance. What I wanna make clear right up front is the difference between loving yourself and wanting to change versus rejecting yourself and feeling like you have to change. Can you feel that difference? The only way to change meaningfully is from the space of claiming your worth, not in the sense that your worth is out there, quote unquote, but rather in the sense of drawing it out of yourself. In order to become more like the best of yourself, you have to be kinder and more loving towards yourself. It's spending more time in the energy of knowing, knowing who you are, knowing who you can help, knowing you are capable. Instead of the energy of striving and efforting, efforting, is that a word? (laughs) 50-50, we're going to roll with it. Your worth is always there to begin with. It is an inherent part of who you are. It is inherent to you. And if you aren't connected to your worth, that is 100% going to play into your work, into your relationships, into how you see yourself, and into the overall feel of your life. Our sense of worth begins to form when we're young. That's clear. But regardless of what you've been through, it just doesn't serve you to believe that you're in any way cut off from your worth because of anything you've been through. Your upbringing or any relationships that you've been in or past traumas that you've been through may have left you feeling seriously messed up. I can relate to having been there. But the good news about your past is that it's over. It's over. If you want to think of yourself as broken or damaged, that's up to you. No matter what you've been through or what you've done in the past, how you choose to think about yourself now is up to you. We mature our sense of worth by deciding how we want to think about ourselves for ourselves. You get to decide. No one can define your worth for you without your consent, which is along the lines of what Eleanor Roosevelt said, which was something like, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Boom. I think I just nailed that. (laughs) No matter how much shame or guilt or past hurt you are bringing into your present, your worth is untouchable. You cannot fuck it up. It is always patiently there waiting for you to remember it. What coming into this recognition can do for you is that it can help you stop demeaning yourself based on what was done to you or what you've done in the past. It removes the need to put yourself down in relationship to others by telling yourself that you didn't get the same advantages that somebody else got. It allows you to be you and to decide what being you means and to keep redeciding that for yourself throughout your life. Just consider for a moment if you... Really genuinely believed you could choose? How would you like to think about yourself? Many of us let other people or our brains just automatically decide that for us, which creates and reinforces this impression that our worth has to be earned. A lot of things have to be earned and worked at. Your worth is not one of them. Your worth is already decided. The moment you came into being, you are 100% worthy. You are worthy of the life you have and the life you want simply because you are a human being on the planet. And it's living from this awareness that will blow doors wide open for you all around you. You are more or less aware of your inherent worthiness by your opinion of yourself. So, the vehicle by which we come to know our worth is our attention. It's paying attention to ourselves. It's paying attention to what's going on in our minds and in our bodies. This is why so many people end up feeling like they don't have worth. They don't spend time deliberately directing their attention so their attention contracts around what they perceive as wrong or flawed or painful. Just like when the attention contracts around a paper cut or when you stub your toe. All of a sudden, you're all toe. It's like you're no longer a body. You are the pain in your toe. (laughs) You've had this happen, yes? We become the source of our own pain when we become completely identified with it. When we become identified with our opinions of ourselves. But they are just opinions. When you are hyper-fixated on the fat on your body, for example, you say, I am fat. That can become your entire identity, or at least a tremendous aspect of it. You are not fat because you have fat, just like you are not toes because you have toes. (laughs) Intellectually, we get this, but unless we practice self-awareness, we mistake the parts for the whole, and that's how we get splintered off from our inherent worthiness what we pay attention to either enlarges our opinion of ourselves or diminishes it. You can tell me and explain to me why you don't have worth, and you can point to things like the fat on your body or how people have treated you because of the way you look, but your opinion of your worth is actually separate from your worth. Your worth cannot be increased or decreased. The only thing that can be increased or decreased is your awareness of your worth. Your worth is always there, even if you aren't seeing it. The same goes for your body's worth. You may decide that you don't like your body, or somebody else might come along and criticize or ridicule your body. That doesn't make it any less worthy. It is worthy by virtue of you having a body. Bodies have no problems with themselves, okay? You may think negatively when you look at your body, but that is not because of your body. It's because of the thoughts you are having about your body. When you see your body's worth, it is so much easier to take care of it than when you are turning away from it and rejecting it. And so, so many people are trying to change their bodies by turning their backs to them. They are looking everywhere around themselves for an answer, except at their bodies. They have a bunch of negative thoughts about their bodies that are getting in the way of them seeing their bodies as part of the solution, rather than the source of their problems. Those thoughts may affect their opinion of themselves, but that does nothing to diminish their body's worth. What I'm getting at here is that It's only by learning to pay attention to our bodies and appreciate them that we are able to recognize their full worth. This means taking the time to do this. And that can feel to some people like this monumental task or a frivolous use of their time. It can seem selfish or self-indulgent to spend money or time or energy reconditioning their minds or their bodies through things like coaching. But when your mind is full of negative opinions about yourself or about your body, guess what you're not focused on? Your money, your time, your energy, and other people. You are in what I call a deficit relationship to those things. So you're thinking of those things through the lens of what they can do for you instead of what you can do for them. When you are in a deficit relationship to anything in your life, all you can think about is how things will affect you. Things like other people's opinions, right? When you are complete in your relationship to yourself, then you can create so much more value and produce so many more of the changes you wish to see. That's when you're not coming from lack. You're coming from appreciation, from that space of enoughness and what you appreciate appreciates it can grow and develop into a deeper appreciation the way we build our capacity to do this is by giving real consideration to the things you appreciate about yourself remember you're not growing your worth by doing this you're growing your awareness of your worth so you're looking for what's already there What you want to do is list off as many things as possible that you appreciate about yourself and your body. What do you appreciate about yourself that gives you a real sense of value? Aim to grow that list to at least 25. That way, when you are struggling with your body image, let's say, you can redirect your mind very intentionally to find the things you truly appreciate about yourself. And you'll know exactly where to look to be able to do that. Maybe that's how your laughter feels in your belly. Or maybe that's how smooth your skin feels. Maybe that's a particular part of your body that you like. We forget what we're not seeing because of what we are seeing. We have to kind of remind ourselves of what's right there in front of us. The more we appreciate, the more we can create. And the more we are able to create, the more we have to appreciate. It's a virtuous cycle rooted in the energy of becoming. When you focus on improving this moment, your present moment, where you are right now, then it's the whole of your life that starts to unfold with a kind of grace. And so with all of that said, I'm not saying that looks are not important. I'm saying that your looks do not make you more or less important than someone else. Your looks also don't have to be a selfish obsession geared towards manipulating other people's opinions of you or your own opinion of yourself. You can think about how you want to see yourself and then bring yourself into alignment with that physically and mentally. We place so much importance on our looks because we think our looks determine how we feel. But what determines how we feel are our thoughts about our looks and about so many more aspects of our lives. Becoming better looking or more beautiful according to your standards will not protect you from ever having to feel bad again or from bad things happening to you. It sounds so obvious, right? Except our minds are like, yeah, but <laughs> life would be still probably be so much better but your looks won't weatherproof you from the emotions that come along with the growing pains of life or of being a human developing your mind and your body in tandem like we do in think yourself slim so you have the skills to manage your mind and to listen to your body are the thing that will make life better by virtue of you getting better at life not by virtue of your life or your body becoming better, quote-unquote. I feel like I use air quotes a lot. (laughs) But my point being, what gets better isn't your body. It's your experience of your body. And when the experience of your body improves, that facilitates and is often accompanied by physical changes. Because you're like wowed by what your body can do. And you can experience that before the physical changes. What I want to leave you with is this. All you need is all you are. You don't need to look outside of yourself for validation or approval to do any of this stuff. Continuing to seek what is already within you is only hurting you. You may feel a need to please other people and to capture their attention. But you know, deep, deep inside, that all you already are is enough, which is everything. What cuts us off from this knowing is not the pressure that society or other people put on us. It's the pressure we put on ourselves by the thoughts we think. When we believe we are worthy, we don't spend so much time hustling for other people's opinions. We are able to recognize that it doesn't really matter what opinions other people have of us if we don't really have a good opinion of ourselves. So we stop caring so much about what other people think. We start caring much more about what we think, about our own opinion of ourselves. So we practice much more discernment when it comes to whose opinion we let matter. And when we're not, like, double-checking with everyone around us before we do something for ourselves, it allows us to get so much more done in our day-to-day and in our lives. Acceptance of who you are and of what you look like is a beginning. From there, you can change and grow. Not by becoming less like yourself, but by becoming more like the best of yourself which is strong and capable and fiercely loving. Just because your body doesn't look like someone else's doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you or that something's gone terribly wrong or that you are in some way less successful. Your body is only painful to your mind. Dropping below your thoughts back into your body is what will set you apart. When you are in your body, You don't need to try and strive so hard to be what you already are. When you trust your body to take care of you, you can allow the control of the mind to be there when it needs to be there and to relax when it doesn't. You don't always have to fill your mind with concepts and strategies. Obviously, there is a time for that. But what so many of us aren't making time for is filling our minds with knowing knowing that we are already 100% worthy. And one final thing. I just want to say that for me, separating out my weight from my worth was one of the most important things I've ever done for myself. It has lifted me and grounded me in ways that have gotten me through some of the hardest things I've ever been through in my life. It has given me a complete sense of ownership, over my physical health, my mental health, and my life. I have no doubt that coming to work with me and Think Yourself Slim could do the same for you. And that this work could represent the opportunity to begin some of the most important work in your life. So click in the link in the show notes to book a free session with me. And let's start a transformation today. Here's to another year of podcasting. Thank you for being a part of this journey. Talk to you all again very soon. Hey, if you're ready to see your body change from the inside out, join the next Genius Body Transformation Challenge. 30 days that will take the struggle and confusion out of weight loss. It's been known to help people just like you start losing weight in a way that you can actually keep it off. Just click on the link in the show notes and let's start a transformation today.